wait. Happy Cinco de Massacre. We are recording on Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Mayo. Cinco de Slasho. Cinco de Slasho. That was fucking horrible. Cinco de Slasho? Cut. Use take two. Uh, oh, shit. But... Welcome, everyone. Hey, grab a Corona. Join <laughs> yeah. us in the classroom as Nick. I'm Nick. And I'm Andy. And Andy, talk about some old... Campy, sometimes forgotten yeah. slasher horror movies made between the years 1977 and 1988. Welcome. Welcome to Slash You. Hell yeah. Episode 34. Episode 30. Andy, I just, yeah. every time we say episode number, enter yeah. number here, it's, it surprises me, it's, man. I'm, it's higher than it was last week. Yep. Every time I say <laughs> it. Never it never gets lower. It gets one higher. It's always higher. It's always more. So we're, uh, we're. Do you have a line? For my blats. A what? A lime for my blats. No, I don't have any limes for your <laughs> blats, and I'm not drinking a Corona. <laughs> I'm just, I'm uh, drinking a I'm bl- not drinking a 12.9%. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like I was last week. Go back to uh, the our, burning. The burning. Oy, oy, oy. That was fun. But um, uh, we are recording on the 5th of May. Yes, Cinco and I didn't mean And uh, this week we watched a classic that a lot of people love. Slumber Party Massacre. The Slumber Party Massacre. Yeah. 1982, 77 minutes. And I know Andy usually does this, but I'm going to hop right into it. Sure. Director Amy Holden Jones and writer and writer Rita Mae Brown. Yep. Two women behind a slasher movie. A like the true definition of a slasher movie. Yeah. Drugs, boobs, uh, blood. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like we always talk about that, Andy, and we get it in this film. And I'm so glad to see uh, some women behind it rita may brown wrote this i guess as a spoof yes that was her original intent but they decided to shoot it like a straight slasher they're not they weren't gonna make it a joke the original title was don't close the door don't open the don't door. open the door yeah don't open the door that's right yeah which is weird because the guy's got a drill he's gonna get in <laughs> one way or another there's windows too yeah i mean he's the killer wants to get in the house yeah, he's, he's getting gonna, in the house definitely gonna get in yeah. um i will say no we know who the killer is right away we do uh, we know he doesn't wear a mask. We know what he looks like. We know his name and everything. Yeah. yeah. This is what he looks like. Let's say Des Moines, Iowa had a shitty cover band, like a, the Clash cover band, okay. like Joe Strummer. Like he looks like a like a shit man's Joe Strummer from the Clash. Knock off Joe Strummer. Yeah. Like he's like, welcome to Des Moines. We're the, we're the cover Clash. Okay. <laughs> Jody, said, Jody said Fred Armisen. <clears throat> All right, from, I can uh, see that. Portlandia, from, like, Portlandia, Saturday Night Live. But anyway, uh, we we just see him right away. There's no, there's no, yeah, no backstory. It's all right. I mean, we get, we just know he's uh, escaped. Yeah, so. he's escaped. You want me to summarize here? Hey, let's go into Andy's <laughs> Cliff Kill Notes, brought to you by Smooth My Balls. If you want smooth balls, grab some Smooth My Balls. Is that a real thing? It's a real product. <laughs> okay, real quick, back hey, note on that. for a sponsorship. It was in our spam, oh, right. on our Insta message. Mm. And it was like, hey, use if we'll give you a certain promo code. And if they use. Yeah, yeah. Your promo code on your podcast for Smooth My Balls, I, you'll get a commission. I thought it looked fake. Uh, we should look into it before we commit to anything like that. The name sure. alone is rad. Yeah. But our, with our audience, they might go buy it. You never know. <laughs> we have some... We I think we're getting 50-50 yeah. on male and female. But yeah. anyway, click Cliff your notes. notes. Thank you, Andy. Um, yeah, brought to you by Corona. Uh, not the virus, <laughs> the refreshing <laughs> Spanish beer. <laughs> <laughs> That's mine. Yeah, well, right. there you go. <clears throat> High school girl Trish is having a slumber party with her friends, Kim, Jackie, and Diane, while her parents are out of town. 
The girls plan all the usual fun stuff. Weed, beers, and gossip about boys. Hell yes. What they don't realize is that escaped killer Russ Thorne is on the loose in their neighborhood, and he's picked their slumber party to have a massacre. Drink. That's the setup. Kind of. Yeah, that's the setup. A little ditty about Jackie and Diane. That's right. Jackie and Diane are two of the friends. I Th- thought of that, too. This is a perfect setup. Yeah. Um, again, it's all over one day. Yeah. Um, it is, uh, we got the parents out of town. Check. Yep. A uh, little backstory on Russ Thorne. Killed five people in 1969 and just escaped the prison. It's yep. kind of the story you hear on the news as it's played. Again, uh, as Very we... Very creative way of yeah. uncovering that. Through movie. newspapers and radio announcements. Yep. Uh, again, uh, I want to point out that I'm really stoked that this is... Throughout the movie, we do see female empowerment. And that little tidbit we read about the director and how she was approached as exploiting you know, her gender. Oh, yeah. Amy Holden Jones was criticized... Uh, I wrote that down here. She was criticized, called a sellout for exploiting women with all the boobs and the butts, bubes and, bubes. and butts that are Yuts. in this movie. Yeah, that's how you say She it. said she was giving the studio what they wanted. You know, the producer, yes. um, Russ Colton, whoever the, what was the producer's name? He, he the studio was like, that's what we want. That's yes. what sells. And we want to make the... money. Yes. Uh, and she said, no one complains when Ron Howard or Martin Scorsese does these, these things in their exactly. movies. But when a woman does it, you're called a sellout. She's like, fuck no, I... I'm making a career. Here. And she did make a career. She used this movie, parlayed her into a career for future movies. And and, and a great writer. She's yeah. mainly a writer. Uh, went on to write the screenplay for Mystic Pizza. Mm. Uh, I don't, wasn't Sharon. Is that a that slasher? Show? No, it's about Damn. three chicks that work at a place called Mystic Pizza, like oh, okay. up in the, in the New England I coast. I thought it was about literal magic pizza. <laughs> I'm hungry. It's a coven, a pizzeria <laughs> and a coven. They bake pizzas with the, the, the bark yeah. from the elfin woods. Uh, so diving into the movie, it is, it yeah. is to me, this is, is the, the quintessential slasher movie. It's a good one. The name, sure. yep. our, our hero, our heroine, our lead, one of our leads, I should say, Tris, she's in bed and she wakes up to a scream. Is the action already beginning? No, no. it's a girl winning a uh, prize on a radio on show. Radio. Like a call yeah. in. Yeah. Be the ninth caller. W D D D D. She thought she was winning like a hundred bucks, bucks. And the guy's like, you're winning a t-shirt. And she's just like, oh, she's so. like, fuck. We have the, it's a pretty cool mislead. And this movie's loaded with Thank teases, you. teases and misleads and yeah, false. Seriously, it's man. Killer, but it's not. Warm me up and toast my bean. I'm ready to get into this because it really does lead you up. Yeah. Because we know kind of the kill count, not really get into it, but it's, it really does happen quick. So, right. Um, Trish is one of our main girls. Yep. She changes the channel to put on some uh, music. She, you know, what we assume she's getting ready for school. Yep. Uh, you see some bubes, like right away, bubes. She's uh, taking off her nighty to put on a sundress. Dress. No bras. No bras. Nobody wears bras. In it's, the no, 90s. it's the 80s. Cocaine and tab soda drinks and the, fucking the, no the, bras. Is that left over from them all being burned in the 70s? Is that how that works? I don't know my history very well. Didn't you burn your bras in the Oh, yeah. 70s? No, that was late 60s. Oh, it the, was. Yeah, okay. women's like Gloria Steinem. Gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, women now. So, sure. hell yeah. Okay. Um, but point being, there's like no bras in this movie. No. Whatsoever. And great. Like, the gym show, like, the <laughs> angles, they're like, hey, <laughs> yeah. we're going to talk about whatever improv. We're just going to get angles on your body parts. Yeah. So the live Trish, ones. Trish getting ready for school. Meanwhile, she's also kind of looks like throwing away some Yeah, old I don't toys. understand this. She throws away a Barbie, uh, a slinky, animals, slinky. Uh, yeah, stuffed animal, a toy horse. I thought she could give it away. Hey, donate it to the local Goodwill, Trish. You For bitch. Sure. Yeah, you totally could. Uh, there's probably kids in need that would like that stuff, but she was 
throwing it out in the trash. But we assume it's the story because there is a fucked up looking Barbie doll that's thrown in that trash too. Yeah. Which is a little foreshadowing. Uh, just before this, the paper boy was running down the street and he threw a newspaper on the front stoop that said, uh, killer Russ Thorne escapes. So that's our first hint that the killer is on the loose. Yeah, that's the, the, uh, newspaper. the newspaper headline that hits the doorstep. Yeah, that is. <clears throat> is that when we first hear about it? Yeah. Because that's what I thought. I know like we kind of already right jumped the, into it. No, it's right off the top notes. of the movie. Yeah. So, as she's um, getting ready, as she's leaving. and uh, You hear it on the radio. Yes. As, uh, as she leaves her bedroom. Yes. And now the news. Yeah, top story. Top Russ Thorne escapes Thor. from the prison and yep. killing five people in 1969, which I know we went over. But it's setting up everything. Parents, yeah. uh, Her parents are going out of town. Check. You know there's going to be a girls party. Hence the name. So, girl party, check. Creepy fucking neighbor. The neighbor, check. Mr. Content is going to be there if they need anything. And he's yeah. standing there while their parents are leaving. And he, he is creepy. Dude, he's he. Like, I'll be right over here. Yeah, I'll make yeah. sure that uh, they don't, they stay out of trouble. And yeah. Trish is just like, fuck that. Dude. I look on your window and touch my balls. <laughs> my name's, my name's Creepy Neighbor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's got that look too. And he's creeped out throughout the whole movie like. He's probably, he's just some sort of middle-aged single guy living alone next door. And he's like, yeah, I'll, I'll keep an eye on her for sure. And make <laughs> Through sure the window. She's not in trouble. Up he's on wearing the, his cool Hawaiian shirt. Up on the tree branch. <laughs> so um, her parents leave. She throws the trash bag full of toys in the trash and starts walking to school. And we see an arm come out of frame and grab the Barbie doll out of the trash. That's what I mean. Like, that's, why was that scene even needed? It was needed because of that Barbie doll. You wanted to see because the Barbie the, the Barbie does come back. Does yep. Um, now we meet our two Chad and Brads of the film, <laughs> Jeff and Neil. Two total '80s Chads, man. Like if <laughs> if if you look up '80s Chads, yeah. it'll be Jeff and Neil. They are uh, they are quite the pair. They uh, are. Uh, Jeff's kind of like the hey Neil, let's go, let's party, and Neil's like, well, maybe we shouldn't. But we should ask okay, our moms Jeff. first. Yeah, yeah. Neil's like <laughs> Neil's the beta. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and Jeff isn't even that much of an alpha. No, he's not. But they're they're the guys who are hot for the chicks. You know, hot who, for the chicks. Who are you the... gonna ask for the dance? Yeah. You want to ask the new girl, Valerie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's Nick snapping. Yeah, and then because uh, I'm, I'm I'm hanging out with Nick also claps. Oh yeah, sorry. I, don't... I just want to make sure people know what you're doing. Everyone knows. Uh... <laughs> nope. Okay. <sorry. laughs> All right, go ahead. Uh, Jeff and Neil. Yeah, they're they notice the phone repair lady up on a ladder in the side of the school. Who wouldn't? And she is smoking. She's Pat a Benatar show. bandana, like she's looking hair. good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tight and, jumpsuit, like uh, yeah, like what custodial or are 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 men and women in uh in the services industry services? Oh, right, right. Kind of right. like those. She kind of looked like um, what's the one from World War Two with the where she's you can do it that you can do oh, it, Rosie lady. Rosie the Riveter. There, there you that's go. what it reminds me of. Oh, Rosie right the on. Riveter. Thank you for thinking of Rosie. I wouldn't. I would have had to look that up. But she comes down off the ladder, and Jeff's like, can I help you with the ladder? And she's so sure, you know, and he starts hitting on her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like those younger, you like he younger balls. He starts using his, his lines like, there's a ringing in my ear, uh, my phone line. Do you think you can come look at it? This and, is, that, <laughs> she's like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I was really thinking, because I've seen this movie before a long time ago, and I forgot yeah. how quickly it comes. Mm-hmm. 
Um, as he's talking to her, I don't know if you noticed, but there's a couple skateboarders in the parking lot. Oh, there are? Yeah, they're riding little the old boards from the uh, early... I mentioned that because I, I like to ride as well. So <laughs> hot vans and yep. skateboarding, I'm going to notice. He he did, uh, he did have another pickup line that he was trying to use before Neil cut him off because he just said um, he helps her with the ladder and she opens the door to the van to get in. And he says, um, hey, I think my f- my phone number isn't working. And Neil's like, your number's zero. <laughs> the other half of the line is, my phone number isn't working. Can I have yours? That's the line. That's Ooh. the pickup line. Uh, yeah, you've never used it? Oh, married 14 years, whatever. Uh, of course I, you, of course is you your, have Is it. your refrigerator running? Uh-huh. Well, you better go catch up. Oh, you better go catch him. That's a, good, go the, yeah. that's a good pickup line, too, somehow, I guess. <laughs> Maybe but not. He, that's, I'm sure that's what he was going to say. Yeah, but he's shooting a he, shot. He's he shooting only, a shot. Yeah, he only said, hey, my phone number isn't working. And Neil grabs him and says, your number is zero. Come on, we got to go. And they go and they walk away. And our uh, phone repair lady gets yanked into the van. And the door gets slammed. First kill. And it's our first kill. She gets in the van and she gets drilled in the van. Not sexually drilled. No, unfortunately. Literally, literally drilled. Literally fucking a drill steel bit fucking, Huge. I would say... Yeah, two feet, a foot. Oh, it's a big one. Would you say it's a metaphor? <laughs> yeah, I think later in the movie I'll point it out that yeah. the drill well, is a uh... metaphor for a wiener, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> well, I saw one scene. Well, yeah. Sometimes we jump the gun, but uh, there's yeah. so much fun. Oh yeah, we spoil the films. We're gonna spoil the whole movie. <laughs> Any of you are new listeners. <laughs> We've spoiled so much already. Too late. No, uh, not too late. There's... But it's Russ Thorne killing the phone repair lady. She actually manages to sort of rear up and pounding yeah. on the back window as Jeff and Neil walk away, and they don't hear her. They don't turn nope. around. It's another close, close call thing, and it's like the oh close. My God. There, as you like pointed out since our very first episode, the tropes are alive in the yeah. sound of eighty slashers. <laughs> um, but the balls on this killer, man. Yeah, this is a parking lot at the school. It's not like it's empty. There's people around. Oh, and he's murdered. A, a woman in broad daylight in the back of this van. It's it is wild. It, yeah, I kind of liked. Sometimes I like the idea of not knowing who the killer is and a mask and all that like shit. Like a but mystery. This, but this, you didn't need it. It was okay no. to know that uh, old Rusty was uh, the killer in our yep. flick. Uh, at now in the gym, a basketball game is happening. These girls are pro. It shows to me why the WNBA is so successful. <laughs> This was clearly, listen, we have more respect for the WNBA than that. They can, at least they can play basketball. These, this was a whole bunch of actors, I Nick. Mean, I mean, yes, I know, <laughs> These but These were actresses trying to play basketball, <laughs> and it showed. You're like, oh, my God. They're not the greatest at dribbling. They're not the greatest at shooting. Uh, if it was, like, real, legit, you know, basketball players, female <laughs> basketball players, they would have been much better. Yeah, no, I know. It's <laughs> girls in California that, uh-huh. you know, but there's, it's... They're actresses who were told dribble the ball, play, play, yeah. play basketball. Like Valerie, like her yeah. Valerie's dribbling reminds me of Nickelback. <laughs> There's no rhythm, but white people can appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> so this is essentially the scene where we're kind of meeting. Yes. The ladies. That's kind of what I exactly and wrote as well. Yeah, there's, uh, there's also there's a new girl in school too. Her name's Valerie. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're meeting uh, in this scene and the. Um, the subsequent shower scene afterwards is where we're kind of getting. Well, yeah, we we got Diane and Diane versus Valerie. Like you can already see their heated confrontation. Like Diane, you can already tell that Diane does not like Valerie. And as the basketball games on goes on, Jackie, um, our woman of color in the film, barely misses the shot off the uh, upper right backboard. Yep. Uh, But you know, the Valerie, what we're getting from this basketball scene is Valerie is a star. Yeah. And it's, 
you she know, makes a shot. She makes the layup, and everyone's clapping yep. for her. And the other girls aren't stoked on this. The Diane's other hands like teacher's pet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> and uh, we we meet Coach as well. Coach, Coach Jana. Jana. Yeah. She tells them to hit the showers and get yeah. ready for baseball tryouts. Oh, handy if baseball tryouts. I hope Slumber Party Massacre Two has the has baseball. the baseball games in that. Wouldn't that be like, nice. Yeah. So we have a pretty extensive shower scene where there's a, a lot of gratuitous nudity. Yeah, the first line in the shower scene is, you know, I think your tits are getting bigger. Yeah. <laughs> this seems more junior high school to me than seniors in high school. Like, yeah. seniors in high school, like, I knew... They're I mean, already... Yeah, I mean, it's not like, hey, you know, I think your, your, your dick's getting bigger there, Frank. Oh, thanks, Nick. <laughs> really nice of you. Is, was that a common conversation? <laughs> I mean, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Well, they were talking about it. And so they're all taking their little showers, of course. And there's some gratuitous, you know, camera angle shots of their butts. There was a lot of girls I read who did not want to show nudity. So they had. Jackie didn't. Their nipples covered up. Yeah, Jackie didn't and Valerie didn't. They never faced the camera. But um, they're kind of talking about a party tonight. Uh, You could see from across the the shower room, uh, Valerie and Trish sort of lock eyes for a second. Trish ends up coming around and complimenting Valerie on her basketball skills. He played really well today. Valerie's like, thanks, Trish, you know. And um, they, uh, uh, was it, uh, Diane is telling a stupid joke to Kim. Yeah, that's the one I've heard. And he grabs the baby after he catches and saves it, and he throws it on the ground and goes, touchdown. I remember that That joke. That's the punchline. Yeah, Yeah. like I remember that joke back in the day. Me too. Kim just rolls her eyes and walks away, and that's Trish is kind of like, you know, I think we should invite Valerie to the party tonight. And Diane is not stoked. No, I don't she she tries to get Linda to come too. Linda's the girl showering right. next to her. Yep, who's okay showing her boobies. Mm-hmm. And we find out that Linda, yeah, who doesn't really have a lot to do in this movie. No, but we do know that she's a bookworm. Right. She doesn't know she can come to the party because she has to study. Right. But she's also one of the. I think she's our second kill. Yeah. But uh, again, like you're saying, she's she's inviting Linda. She she does decide to invite Trish, decides to invite Valerie. Yeah. As uh, Valerie runs out, she knows that the other girls are making fun of her. Yeah. D- Diane says, I don't like her. She drinks too much milk. <laughs> what? <laughs> she's too pretty. You know, she spends a lot of time hey, come on. I'm paying my taxes. Yeah. She, uh, that, uh, you drink d- too much milk. Di- I love that line. Yeah, Diane's talking smack like I don't. <laughs> I don't like her. Uh, she does too much too much time on her hair, too much makeup. Yeah. She's too pretty. It's the typical caddy. It's very stereotypical. It's a stereotype. Diane is our stereotype mean girl. Trish is the nice. I want to be friends with everybody. Kim is kind of the tomboyish girl, uh, a little more sporty. You know, she's wearing suspenders and is a little more. Diane's the. And, and uh, is yeah, Diane's kind of the, 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 uh, the skanky. The, yeah, I hate yeah. to say. How skanky, do we say. But dirty, mean girl. She's all. Yeah, she's she, a little, she likes to party with the boys. Yeah, like, for she, sure. You know, and just. That's okay. And then, I don't know, was Jackie sort of a ditzy one? Jackie didn't have a ton of lines, but she's kind of a ditzy. A ditzy girl. Or she's just the token black girl. I mean, of, I guess. in the she's times. A, she's a, yeah, she's at the, the only, times, it's like, oh, we got to be diverse. She's Let's the only person in. of color in the film. And right. the color is. You know, you, it's it's. I, I guess that's an interesting thing because you know we, we look at the the stereotypes within movies when it's mainly male characters. Mm-hmm. This one's very female driven, so I dig that. So you already have that like there's the jock and there's the nerd and there's the, right. the what I hate to sit, use this word but there's the promiscuous girl. Oh yeah, you and know the one who likes what, to get with the boys. So that's what, what I think is. Diane is. Yeah, I agree. And maybe and Linda's the nerd. She gets off, and that's and Kim is the sporty one. Yep. And. 
you know, maybe maybe Jackie is the 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 ditzy one, but I don't really see it. Well, they're but hitting all the good. Spice Girls here. Is really what's coming down to. <laughs> you know, She's naughty Spice. We pretty much have all the Spice. Sporty girls. Spice. Yeah. Baby Spice. <laughs> That's Jackie. <laughs> Jackie's Baby Spice. Yeah, I would. Say Holy that. shit! So... Spice Girls and Slaughter and Slumber Party Massacre. <laughs> Get another idea for a flick. Holy yeah. shit, my head. But Valerie overheard all the smack talk, especially that she drinks too much milk line. And that is my favorite line now. When, you drink too much milk, motherfucker. When, when Trish uh, uh, grabs her, she's walking away. Hey, you want to come to a party tonight? Valerie's kind of like, no, I got, I can't. And just yeah, she seems away. scared. Like, no, I'm not yeah, scared. So no. it's And Trish Kim, is like, she overheard you guys, you know. Yeah. Damn it. So this so. is when we really get to know Kim, Jackie, Diane, and Trish. Yeah. Valerie, of course. Um, they're all walking out to the the parking Home. lot. School yeah. is over. Yeah. Uh, Linda has to go back and get a book uh, because she has to study over the weekend. She forgot she a book forgot, in the locker. She Damn forgot it. one in her locker. Mm-hmm. And we get a side shot through the the passenger side window of the oh, killer yeah. in his new van, which is the telephone van. He stole the telephone van, that son of a bitch. And then they're talking about provisions for the party. So they're like, what are provisions? Yeah. Doritos. Sure. Crystal meth. Yeah. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I, yeah. was and, Crystal uh, Mess cooler back in the eighties? Just pick it up on the <laughs> like Doritos, like yeah. yeah. Just go to the Nodos. C- go to the CVS and get some on your way home. We need to get uh, some Pepsi, some Doritos, right. some Nodos, and Crystal Meth. Crystal Meth. Neil and Jeff are also in on this conversation, so they know that there's a slumber party happening. Yes. And, and boys, good call. Boys are not in. Boys are not uh, <clears throat> around, and this is a great shot uh, to me, Andy. This great the scene with Linda. It yeah. kind of does drag on a little bit, but there's some good intensity to it. Uh, we know her demise is near. Well, we yeah. Know, when she's walking back, back yeah. Back alone, yeah. She bumps into Coach, and Coach says, hurry up. They're locking the building soon. Well, there you go. There's another nail in the coffin. They're locking the building soon. So, obviously, <laughs> something's going to happen. And she can't get out. There's a great shot where, again, they didn't have a budget, so they brought a cherry picker into the gymnasium yeah. so they could get a high shot. They put a cameraman up there. Yeah, to, yeah, so she could check the doors. Yep. Smart. Yep. Very effective. Yep. Budget, budget noted and conscience. Yeah. Uh, worthy of that. Where we're kind of getting set up is that again, I like I said before, her demise is coming up. She cannot get out of the gym, which mm-hmm. is unsafe. But again, sure. uh, we know that she's locked in. They, the doors are actually chained shut. <laughs> that was she, quick. She cannot. Janitor yeah. wants to get so up. So whether it's some... the janitor or the killer, it was fast. You know, it's probably the janitor. He wanted yeah. to go and get some Doritos and some Crystal Meth. Like, he was ready for it's his week. Friday. I need to get out of here. These kids have been on my ass all week. I'm out. I know. Seriously, get yeah. me some some tab. Yeah. He's probably a mean old caretaker named Cropsy. <laughs> so, another callback to last week. <laughs> oh, that was good. Son of a bitch is burned over half his body. I'm going so. to get out of here. <laughs> um, so, so long and short of it is Linda gets killed. Yeah, she gets a drill bit to the arm first, and she yeah. runs on. This is kind of where it drags out. But you do, this is when the music comes in. Again, they had no budget for a soundtrack. Just some dude on like on a little Casio. Synthesizer, yeah. yeah a little, little Casio synthesizer. I whooped Batman's ass. Yeah, that's Wesley Willis. Yeah, anyway, he used this in Casio. Next on the Wesley Willis podcast, yeah, we you probably you're, you're probably, it's not your demo. I heard it in college. Uh, uh, anyway, <laughs> that was the cast. But so. yeah, but it is it really is a I believe a fun soundtrack. Mm-hmm. It's noticeable, but it just plays well with the scenes. It does, and I really get into it. It's spot on. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, the killer is now going in for the ki- the killer the or the driller. <laughs> 
He's going in for the kill on Linda. And again, man, seriously, it's like after he kills her, he's got to go make his Clash cover band gig at hey, the local. Runs fucking, off. Yeah, he just runs off. Um, we don't know what he did with her body, did we? No. Because typically in these movies, we have a discovery of bodies. Yeah. And so, I don't think know. they ever found Linda's body in the movie anyway. Right? Because he runs back out to the van. Who, who found the the telephone lady's body? Nobody. See? That one too. Because I got as, as we go into the actual party, this is when, you know, we always have Qs and sometimes we have As. Yeah. Sometimes we have Qs and our students can answer yeah. our That's A's. Both. Yeah. Not Answer AIDS. Don't, don't, like A's. Like Answer answers. my A's. <laughs> you have AIDS? Um, Give me my answers. Yeah. So, but wait, I got a question. Like, so. You have a Q? I have a Q. All right. He, the door's locked and he drills through the door. Couldn't she have run off? I mean, it seemed like it would take him a while. It's, I mean, he didn't drill through the lock. He drilled right above it, but he still couldn't fit his hand through it to unlock it. Yeah. So she just sits there and screams like, I would have. Yeah. And she could get over the thing because she grabbed the, she could see over, like, it's, I guess, where, like, a towel person would hang out in the gym, and yeah. you would come up to the counter, and, like, so, and They'd I give would. give you some towels. Yeah, yeah. you go on, whatever. Yeah. Fancy school back in the 80s. I guess so. She didn't get away. It, 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 just, to me, it would take him a while to get through that locked door. And she door. screamed. Yeah. yeah. But she, but she dies. Suspension so. of disbelief. She didn't run, and she's dead. So, uh, we have two deaths so far. Um, school is out. We're in a neighborhood and we find out Trish and Valerie are neighbors. Trish is riding home on some guy's motorcycle. Is that a boyfriend? Cause she says, thanks Mark and smooches him. And we never see this man again. Never again. Never, <laughs> never hear about him. Never hear about him. Nobody mentions him. Not in a fact, credit. She, she kind of holds Jeff's hand a little later in the movie, kind of flirty with him, yeah. uh, later in the movie, obviously, but I didn't understand. We just, Trish is riding home on some dude's motorcycle. Yeah, I. Yeah. And, even and the she, second watch, I was. Yeah. If, uh, even if it was a hitchhike, why would she smooch him on the cheek? <laughs> thanks for the ride. Thanks for the ride. Mwah. I don't get it. Grass gas or ass. No one rides there for you free. Go. There you go. Uh, Valerie lives next door. It's revealed because she had walked home as well, and we see Valerie going into her house, and uh, Diane is walking home alone. And she, a point of view of Diane kind of getting stalked by somebody. She's walking along Skid Row, the dirtiest yeah. fucking road I've ever seen. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, I know most of our roads are littered, but this looked like it was in a neighborhood. Yeah. And I seriously, like, is she coming up on a homeless, you know, uh, encampment, you know, encampment? Know. But This is, uh, like, the, the little city of Venice in California. Is that around L.A.? Yeah. I think, yeah. So she, this is another tease, Nick. Is a point of view of somebody obviously stalking Diane and sneaking up on her. And you're like, oh, my God, is it the killer? Is she about to get killed? But it's not. It's John Minor, the ginger football player. John Minor is her boyfriend. and um, She they, drops uh, him to the ground. Yeah, she flips him uh, kung fu style or whatever. Yeah. Or, and uh, gets uh, flips him to the ground. You scared the hell out of me. And he hurt his back. And <laughs> yeah, make sure your back's okay, John Minor. Yeah. I'll show you my pubes later. Yeah. Quick thought I want to throw this out there for you. Very, to me, uh, might get some argument on this, very reminiscent to the Halloween Haddonfield scene. Okay. Uh, Everybody going their ways for the night. Yeah, same neighborhood. Yep. With um, our, with Trish and Valerie, Mm -hmm. and with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and, don't fuck. Her friend. Yeah, Yeah, from across the street. I'm sorry, I'm spacing out. It's okay. You know, and the, the stalker, the scare factors. Yep. You know, with Russ being Michael Myers and the, the tropes of the scare, the POV shots of like with the Diane scare, with it being the ginger football player yeah. boyfriend. 
I mean, so watching this and it's set up for the night and it's all happens over one night. Yep. You know, one being Halloween, one being a slumber party. Mm-hmm. So, I, and so even some of the visual effects kind of took, I took notice. Like where was the cinema, cinema photographer was uh, the director's uh, husband. Okay. In fact, the, where they filmed the scene was actually their house. Trisha's house yeah. is their house. Another budgetary thing. There you go. Yeah. So I just kind of wanted to bring that up. I, I don't know if uh, anybody wants to make notes on that. Or when I say make notes, uh, yeah. give me your notes and tell yeah. me what you think. But uh, Point being, been... you watch enough of these movies, yeah. you see these patterns. <laughs> we watch a lot of them now. 33 of them or so. Uh, and this is, uh, <laughs> give or take. And Within this, a year. You've started to notice these patterns. And, and you're right. This is another one. So Ginger, I mean John Minor. <laughs> they called him Ginger. <laughs> Ginger, they call him that's Ginger. Ginger Spice. Yeah. Uh, John Minor and <laughs> and Diana. Uh, he wants her to come over later and you know fool around, of course. But she's going to the slumber party. With and the no friends. boys allowed. No boys allowed. Anyway, they go their separate ways. And we're now in Coach's car, Coach Jana's car, where we have to be reminded that a killer, Russ Thorne, is on the loose. It's on the radio. We yes, yeah. so we she get changes it. the station right before they really get into the meat of it, but we get to hear it again. And just, just so yeah, there's a woman working on. On, uh, on her apartment. Coach's house or apartment. Yeah, and it's... I don't she's uncredited. Res- yeah, she's, she doesn't... No, she's actually the set director. Oh, she's a... Yeah, she's a set designer. She, she's a set designer for the movie, but she plays, I would assume, her landlord, her super. Must be a super or somebody just and, doing some work. And I guess the only reason they need this scene is yeah. to for the for the scare, the drill trope. Like, you know, like... Right. Coach walks up to her front door and all of a sudden a drill comes busting <laughs> through from inside the house. <laughs> Scares the hell out of all of yeah, us. Yeah, I know. But it's just the this lady. Uh, was her name Pam or something? I don't even know. Oh, lady, super super landlord lady. Uh, oh, I'm just putting in your new peephole. And I think there's more to a peephole than just drilling a hole in the door. But that's all she does. Yes, but great. Also, great <laughs> female empowerment. Again, also, yeah, she's you know, doing like all the handyman 80s, work. Yeah, she's it's like, not a handyman. It's a handy person. And yeah. it's not our guy from uh, Motel Mountaintop Motel Massacre who we really yeah. liked. Yeah. Chet or. Um, yeah, we gotta um, start about writing shit we down. Should, uh, it's okay. We reference our old episodes too much. You just enter it, enter it here <clears throat> right now. Um, it reminds me of that uh, janitor from the movie Motel Met Massacre. His name was Melvin. Melvin. Yeah. Was it really? Yeah. All right. Anyway, Melvin but again, Gordon. you know the handy, you know, but this was rad. The only reason I believe that we need the scene is just for that scare drill trope, and it, all she's doing is um, inserting the peephole. There was also a quick line of dialogue where Coach said, "Did the phone guy come? Phone company guy yeah. come by?" And the woman says, "I saw the truck across the street." And Coach says, "Have you seen my cat?" And the lady says, "Not all day." So those both those things set up for later. That's the only reason she's there. Yes, yeah. I can see it, the they're cat. Not huge payoffs. Yeah, they're, they're not, not yeah. huge payoffs, <laughs> but they're still setups. Yeah, yeah. Not everything's it's, a huge payoff. It's yeah, it's not yeah. a bukkake scene, you know. But um, oh my god, what? <laughs> Where did that come from? Why? Because it's usually that's a huge payoff scene. Is it? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, would that be the definition? Why I mean, I'm trying up? to get. Why no, bring that up? Why say that? We got in the argument last week about uh, no. the girls in the pond. Okay. So now this is a big payoff. Sure. Usually, and I mean, and these sex workers. But when you say big payoff, your brain goes to <laughs> a bukkake scene. Like this is. That's Nick's first and only uh, in, in first. Not thought, a lottery word association. <laughs> yeah, not Mega Millions. You couldn't have said like, but it's not Mega Millions or Powerball. You go Bukaki scene. <laughs> like what? So, you know, 
our both of our wives tell us we the listeners like to hear things about our personal lives. <laughs> well, now you guys have a little window no, into Nick's I brain. Promise it's not that. It's all I'm joking. Pervert. <laughs> I might as well just be hanging out with Jeff and Neil. It's all right. This is fun. Um, yeah, this is, is a lot fun. of fun. Uh, so. Oh, we we were <laughs> after we get to the scene with uh, Coach Jan, Jana's house. Obviously, it was a setup for uh, the the telephone van. Obviously, yeah. and where's and the cat? cat? Yeah, and Trish and Diane are, I guess, getting ready. Yeah, very scream. Another a very scream. I know scream was made later, but you know her and uh, Trish and Diane are on the phone together. Yeah, 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 and they're talking before the night. Like, we'll just hurry up. And again, no boys. Mm-hmm. Like Sydney and her uh, friend. God. Tatum. So, yeah, that scene reminded me of, like, you know, like, the girls talking, hurry up, it's becoming night, I want you over here. Tatum and Sydney did that in Scream. Yep. You know, setting it up for the nighttime. Right. So, but there's another scare, another scare thing. Um, Trish hears a noise in the house. Uh, by the way, it's 8 o'clock at this point because the clock yeah. goes off, and I counted them. There's a grandfather clock on their stairs. Well, that's interesting. Dong, 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 you know, and I counted. Dong. Dong. It was uh, <laughs> 8 o'clock. <laughs> Okay. So um, the girls aren't there yet, but uh, she, Trish hears a noise and in the house and goes to check it out <clears throat> and finds the front door open a crack. Another, like, tease. Is it the killer? Did he get in the house? Oh, no. It's not, yeah, so I'm going to go play. It's just their creepy neighbor, Mr. Content, who happens to Mr. be in the Mr. Content. 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 Um, but and, but as, she, as she's playing Mozart, oh, there's no one here. I got scared, so I'm going to go to the piano. And yeah, play she some... started playing the piano. I don't get that. Yeah, he, yeah. he comes up behind her and uh, scares the hell out of her. Yeah. And it's like, he's like, I uh, I didn't hear you. I didn't know you were. The door was open. The door was open, so I wanted to check, make sure you're okay. <laughs> Creeper. Yeah, I just wanted to go through your your the drawer that holds all your bras. By the way, I stole some of your panties. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'll stay with you until your friends get here. Well, that much is true. He, he did. She just said, "I guess I'm. I guess I'm more nervous than I thought about being home alone." He said, "I'll stay with you until your your friends get here." Now she here goes comes to pour him a cup of coffee and yeah, hang out. So I guess she's appreciative of all the <clears throat> pervy neighbor. So we go back to the coach's house. It's now night. This is another jump scare. Another yes. tease. This is the tease that you brought up. Why we really yeah. just the telephone van was about the killer, but the coach is. I don't know, grating some cheese. She's making her... a quesadilla. Oh. There's hot sauce and she's grating cheese on sure. a tortilla. Must a be. Tortilla. Maybe it's Cinco, Cinco de Mayo. De Mayo. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, it could be. <laughs> and, um, Baseball's being played? Yeah. She uh, grabs, goes to grab the hot sauce and knocks a cup of uh, juice, wine. wine, on the floor. Uh, and then when she's picking it up, she hears a noise in the house. So we get another slow walk down the hall to a door where there's a scratching behind the door and opens it up and it's her cat. Oh, <gasps> Yeah, that's it. Was this the first time a cat's ever been used in a scare trope? Not ever. <laughs> I'm just but kidding. maybe in one of our movies. No, but it was yeah, obviously like, a super. We've seen we've seen thirty three fil- thirty three films now. Yeah, a scare trope with a cat's been in at least twenty nine. I'm sure they're Jesus. in a lot of them. Yeah. It's a, it's I an mean, old it's... thing. But that was the payoff to the old. Exactly. My cat. The cat was locked in the closet all day. Poor, Poor fucking cat. cat. And but it's another fucking tease for us. Going like, is the coach about to get greased? Yes, I, mean, I know the kill count. Go, sorry, me to too. Yeah, and so that's what I'm waiting on. I'm like, so that when kind of excites me. Very yeah. similar to the burning, where it's like, hey, there's a lot of teases in that one as well. Yep. So I'm like, hey, I know there's a lot of kills here. Of course, the raft scene. This is took only that a up, but... 77 minute movie, <laughs> yeah. Slumber Party Massacre. Exactly. When are the kills going to get going? We've only had two. 
So anyway, our Chad and Brad, I mean, uh, Jeff and Neil, two young dudes out on a Friday night with their 10 speeds. They're walking down the neighborhood street and they want to go. They want to go scare the girls because, as you said, they know there's a slumber party going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, but Neil, the fucking beta, like, oh, the girls don't want us over there. They'll though. kick our asses. Yeah. yeah. Do they even say Neil's name in this movie? I know he's credited as Neil, but I swear watching it twice. If someone there can did. point out the scene where they where they do mention his name, yeah. let me know. I think it's later when they separate to go get help. Somebody I don't, says Neil. I, I don't hear it. Okay. I mean, again, students of Slash U represent. Hit us up on our social media. But uh, it's in there. Um, the boys walk past the the telephone, telephone van. van. Yep. Uh, so the so killer is the killer's in the hood. He's nearby. Great. Um, and now we've got everyone showing up. Valerie is in the window of her house, looking down and seeing her neighbor. Uh, Trish's house. She's seeing the girls show up. Our killer is in the bushes. They don't, they don't hide that at all. He's mm-hmm. in the bushes. You can see his face. He's looking at them as they walk by up to yep. the front door, um, which is cool. Uh, they walk in to Trish's house, but not knowing that Mister Content is still. Yeah, there. they're like, we're here for the orgy. Yeah, we're here for the they're orgy. They're knocking, and they got some uh, beers. Look what I got for my older brother. Yeah, like a four pack of Michelob, Michelob Dry or yeah, whatever Michelob it is. Ultra or whatever. <laughs> it's Michelob was, Dry, I think. Yeah, because well, I don't think Ultra was Ultra around, was around in the eighties. It was Michelob Dry or Michelob. Yeah, it was Michelob. Alcoholic water is essentially what they have. <laughs> it was the 80s, damn it. And then uh, Kim holds up a little bag of weed. Maui wowie, dude. Maui wowie, just as Mr. Content comes walking up and he leans in and sniffs it real creepy. Yeah, he's and like, Kim's like, oh, hello, Mr. Content. She's trying to keep it mellow. Trish is like, Xnay yeah. on the op pay. Xnay on X-nay the Ixnay on the Ixnay whatever. <laughs> the creepy neighbor's cool. He smells the weed and he looks at Trish and he says, hey, Trish, uh, I won't tell your parents as long as you don't tell your parents that I smelled your used underwear down on the laundry basket. That's exactly what he says. Mm-hmm. Yep. He was smelling <laughs> Trish's under- used underwear in the. No, I'm just kidding. I won't tell your parents if you don't tell them I scared you. Yes. Uh, but he should have, I mean, let's be yeah. honest. He was smelling her underwear down in the basement. Oh, yeah, and that's why he oh. doesn't want Trish to say anything. Exactly. Yeah. So he leaves. Valerie, we go back to Valerie and her younger sister, Courtney. Courtney! Meeting her having some old school Kool-Aid, right? Yeah, this is my question. Let's bring yeah. it up right now and okay. throwing this quiz out. How do you make Kool-Aid? Tell me the directions and it's the steps you go. been a long time. Okay, but how, okay, here's what? the pitcher. Here's the little packet of Kool-Aid. Here's the sugar, and there's the fucking sink for the for water. For me, yes. from what I recall, it was just the packet and water. I don't recall adding sugar. Okay, then yeah, then I'm definitely older. Okay, but let me we ask you this: let, let, knew let, that. <laughs> <laughs> My name's Andy. I'm funny. I'm just kidding. No, okay, but let's go back to that. It's yeah. already pre-made. Mm-hmm. Make it. It's pre-made. No, I'm just saying. Okay. You just pour it in the water and stir. Then that's where you're. It's fucked up. When I okay. made Kool Aid, I did the packet first, yeah. and then the sugar, a little hot water to uh-huh. dissolve the sugar, and uh-huh. then I would put the cold water in. I don't. She yeah. okay. I'm bringing Sorry, this up. Sorry, Bill Nye, the science guy, <laughs> the Kool Aid guy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't know that that there was a science to Kool Aid. Well, Jody and I talked about it when Number I saw one. when I saw yeah. Valerie making the Kool Aid. It was yeah. like the fucking water is already in there. Yeah. Then she adds the. She had a pitcher of water already ready to go. Poured it. Dumps in, in the Kool Aid and then the, the little, dumps in the sugar. More than enough sugar. Yeah, but and I mean yeah, that's how you did it. That's she how you stirs did it, it for like a three count. That's how you did it. It's like age. it's ready. Yeah. yeah. 
But I mean, it, it, to me, that's what Jody and I. I was like, that 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 chick, that, that girl makes. She's weird. She makes Kool Aid weird. Sure. And Jody's like, hell no, like you, hell no, fuck, do you make Kool Aid? Yeah. I was like, this is how you make it. Right. And I made a note to bring that up. And now I've yeah. kind of feel like an asshole. I am definitely gonna put this out. I want to find out. I'm gonna put a picture of a Kool Aid thing. I'm okay. Gonna be, I get 24 hours to answer. I don't know. I really feel like it is um, that we've spent much more time on it than we need to spend because it has no bearing on anything. Well, I mean, I still want to know if people make Kool-Aid. I care about the students. I guess you don't. Well, was the Kool-Aid vital to the plot of the movie? Yes, because it shows her connection to Courtney, who, by the way, uh, she's a treat. Uh, If like the kid from Trick or Treats. Uh, she's or a female, brat, yeah. yeah, little, you know, little. She's a little brat, plays she's, pranks. She's an annoying little sister, yeah, yeah. And now it's like later, I heard she went on to work. She went on to work on one uh, nine hundred sex lines or something You're in the liar. late eighties. You're a liar. Oh, I'm totally that's a Nick's fake fact. Yeah, no, you're a liar. I'm, I'm definitely lying about that. But. Well, uh, we're, we're back to our girls. Yep, <laughs> eating some chips and smoking some doobies. Maui wowie. And they're uh, Diane's not there yet. They're talking about Diane and her relationship with the boys, particularly. Who John walked Meyer. in the house? Sorry to interrupt. Who <clears throat> walked in the house then? Trish opened the door. Kim and Jackie. No, but there was a third one there. I thought. Mm, no. I, I, okay, go ahead. Sorry. It was so. At this point, it's just trim, trim, Trisha, Kim, and Jackie. <laughs> That's Trisha and Kim together. That's their couple name. Trim. Trisha, Kim, and Jackie. Oh, shit. And they're talking about... Something they didn't do in the 80s. Well, they're... Oh, perfect. Um, This podcast just stays high class, doesn't it? (laughs) This one's getting... We're a cut above the rest here at Slash U. (laughs) Slash U Sex Education. Fuck those true crime podcasts. You're here at the U, damn it. Yeah, where you get all your sex ed. So... uh, they're It was funny. They had a funny uh, blowjob joke about why... Why would uh, yeah. what? Why do the boys like Diane? And she's got a big mouth. And Kim's like, it's not how big your mouth is; it's what's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Meaning she's good at BJ's. <laughs> uh, and of that course, means, they they turn it right back around. Like, why would Diane go out with John Minor? Like, well, maybe she sees something that we don't. Meaning his wiener. Like, his wiener. It's not. How it's big. probably. And it's probably all ginger yeah. puby. Like pubes that are red as that are red. Probably doesn't trim. It probably yes. It probably looks like his crotch is a flame. (laughs) How rad is that? Yep. Um, But uh, again, the gossip, the joints are going. Yep. They hear the noises from outside, but before they do that, another scare. Yeah, the the, because they hear the coffee pot break because it's it. She She left left it the oven on and just decides to pick it up with her bare hands. That was funny. She left it on the burner empty and uh, it broke. So. She, you're right. She yeah. handles it with her bare hands. Yeah. I'm like, wouldn't this be burning her hands right now? Yeah, would she be fucking? Very strange direction. But this is when we, uh, again, like so many scares, teases mm-hmm. as Andy brought up earlier in the podcast. Uh, she looks up and Diane's at the Diane's window. Diane's at the window. Ah, another scare. Ah, so they let Diane in. This is th- mm-hmm. this movie. As we get towards the climactic, you know, kill as we're building up the kills. Yeah, it's a really a switch back and forth between Valerie and Courtney at their house. Yeah. And Trisha's house Trisha's where the girls home. are hanging out. The slumber party. The slumber party. Yeah. So back at Valerie's, uh, her and Courtney are, you know, just hanging out, reading magazines about celebrities like uh, Brooke Shields and her fizzy hair and how Leaf Garrett got arrested exposing himself at the local Kmart. Sweet. Um, Leaf Garrett, I don't know if you remember him. I don't either, but Sorry. I, uh, he he's... He's a I 70s, Brooke Shields. 70s child actor. Okay. That was big, huge, like David Cassidy. And now he's just like a strong, like, it's sad. That's but, unfortunate. But um, when he got arrested <clears throat> for exposing himself at the local Kmart in L.A. Okay. So it was a, re- 
a legitimate real thing. Yes. Nice. No. No. You son of a bitch. <laughs> God damn it. Nick's fake facts strikes again. Beep, 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 beep. I thought I did so much research for this week. <laughs> but again, uh, the, it's the trash can scare. We hear the dogs. Yeah, yeah like the trash dog, cans yeah. fall and dogs bark. And Valerie's like, I ain't going out there. You go check on yeah, it. I, or or uh, Courtney says that. The, the, so Valerie goes to check it. The jump scares at Valerie's house started getting a little annoying to me. Not going to yes, lie. I agree. All of them started getting annoying. Yes. No, you're good. You're While good, you're... Valerie's out there, she walks past the swings. The swing sets are lightly swinging. They look like ski lift chairs. They're pretty, yeah. they look cool. They're neat swings. Yeah. Was somebody just there? Why are yeah. they swinging? Was somebody just standing there? And Courtney grabs, Courtney runs up into Valerie's room and looks and finds a Playgirl magazine. Yeah. Uh, with Sly Stallone on yeah. the cover. <laughs> right? God. He was on the cover of Playgirl? Yeah. And it was a scratch and sniff. Oh, God. <laughs> That's a faked fact that I hope is fake. Oh, that, oh, God. Oh, Lord. <laughs> So oh, I'm laughing too much to get through this damn podcast. It's all right. No, yeah, but it is a Sylvester Stallone Playgirl uh, Playgirl issue, yeah. which it's it's a real one. I'm but... sure we could look that up as a real issue. Let's Don't do... care to. No, no, let's do it after. No, maybe after. Come on, buddy. We could do that for a slash you extra credit. Uh, <laughs> then, um, but our boys approach uh, Jeff our... and Neil. Yeah, Jeff and Neil. Back of the slumber party. Fucking perv dicks approach the window of Trisha's house just in time. For the girls changing into their slumber party outfits. Their pajamas. Boobs. Yeah, their pajamas. <laughs> Boobs and butt. These uh, guys go undetected. That's true. They, the window they, they, is wide open. Yeah, and they talk like this. They're talking in normal, yeah, hi. normal inside voice. What did we do to deserve this? Yeah, hey, we're not pervs. We died and went to heaven. They almost yeah. get caught when Jackie comes over with the ashtray and sticks yeah. her arm out and dumps it out. Uh, but they're all the the ladies are all changing, and Jeff actually says when he looks at uh, he watches Kim change. I don't think I've been giving Kim the attention she deserves. <laughs> He's really hardcore checking out her body. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. like, they're like, watch this mm-hmm. again. If you notice, uh, Diane, she no bubes. Yeah, and neither Jackie, no bubes. Right. Right. And just cleavage. Just cleavage yeah. and a see-through purple nighty. Right, right. No, no, no nudity. Bit and so uh, this is with the classic line. What do you say we order pizza? No anchovies, though. Okay, black olives and mushrooms. For some reason, I feel like this is the, one of the most important scenes of the movie. I don't know why, but the pizza... Ordering pizza? Yeah, because, of course, it's in our poster that we post. It, yeah. It's on our, you know... Oh, the, yeah, the poster has because, the arm coming up through the pizza yeah, box. Yeah, and it's kind of when they realize that there's a killer afoot. Uh, Yeah. She, uh, Trish is standing over a bowl of, was it Cheetos? And then a, a bowl of like Twinkies. Yeah. <laughs> At first I thought they were breadsticks. I'm like, no, those are motherfucking Twinkies. It's just yeah. Twinkies in a circle in a bowl. And, and another bowl with like <laughs> cheese, cheese balls, puffs, cheese balls. Yeah. And, and that's what she's like, we should order a pizza. And I just thought, man, I remember the days where I could eat whatever I wanted. Yeah. And nobody cared. Well, I mean, let's be, let, let's, let's, let's be honest. Uh-huh. If I do that, if I smoke some Maui Wowie <laughs> and drink some Michelob Dry, mm-hmm. Michelob Ultra, Michelob, yeah. no, it's not Michelob Ultra, Michelob Light, Ugh. Michelob in general, fuck. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you, I would allow you some Twinkies and some cheese balls, Andy. Sure. Thank you. Um, hey, speaking of Twinkies and cheese balls, mm-hmm. your bachelor party's coming up. My bachelor party? Yeah. Did you say bachelorette? No, I said bachelor. Bachelor party? <laughs> Edit. It is coming up. Um, Diane uh, decides that she needs to get some firewood because it's chilly in the house. And since she didn't change, 
I'm still dressed. I'll go out to yeah, the garage I'll go. and get firewood. So she that's what she does. And we have another jump scare. Another jump scares with the creepy navy creepy neighbor, Mr. Content. Mr. And content. Mr. Content. It's like the word constant. Mr. Contentent. Constant without constant. the S in the middle. Content. Content. Yeah, C- cunt. I don't know why they made his character yeah. name so stupid. Why well, they could just call yeah. Mr. Johnson? Yeah, yeah, totally. Mr. Jones is yeah. here to take care of you. Yeah, it had to be like maybe a nod to like the director or Who the knows? writer's like friend, but but or, he's or, out or, hunting snails. Yeah, with the machete, and you know she sees it. She grabs a snail. She actually touches one. And, ah! Yeah, and so then a machete comes down to kill the poor little fucking snail. Yeah. And doesn't scare Diane at all. Yeah. So he goes snail hunting at night. He's already killed 53 because they eat his garden. Yeah. So for some reason, creepy neighbor is now in the garage killing a snail to save Diane, who was traumatized by the snail. I don't understand why he went from his house over to their property. Yeah. To kill snails. Stay on your own fucking lawn, Mr. Content. Why are you over here by the garage? Yeah, just because you might hear someone making noise Mm -hmm. in the garage. There's things going on in your house, Mm -hmm. you fucking creep fuck. Yeah. And, and, (laughs) is snail hunting a thing? I can... I don't know. I mean, maybe it is. There's things that you can put in a garden to keep the snails away that won't kill them, but just keep them away. Anyway. Anyway, uh, good kill here. goes back in the house, and Mr. Content gets About to get 54, yeah. He's about to swing at snail number 54, 54, and the drill hits him in the neck. Good kill. That was nasty. So he's dead. Yes. And they were like, finally! A kill! <laughs> it's a been kill. a while, but, yeah. but then they started coming. There were enough teases, and finally, somebody died. So when someone does die, it being the uh, panty-sniffing, uh, creepy fucking neighbor, <laughs> uh, Neil thinks he hears something, and so, as they're, as they're jerking off outside the window, and, <laughs> and no, I'm just kidding, but they're no. still outside the window, Yeah. Neil thinks he hears something, and so Jeff's like, don't worry about it, I have a plan. Yeah, he wants so, to play a prank. Play, play a prank, so, again, the girls are hanging out in the living room, as the boys run off to go play the prank, uh, the girls are hanging out in the living room reading horror scopes. Oh, get it? sure, I get it. Like horror movie, but yeah, horror, horror sc- scopes. Yes. Yeah. Yay, so, like, Nick. Scorpio and Taurus and all that. Yeah, hor- but it's horror scopes. But anyway, they're they're reading uh, just about you know again just easily a filler uh, mm-hmm. scenes to kind of build up to what we're. Getting to which which we'll be looking at is foreshadowing. Yeah. Hey Diane, when you went out to get firewood, did you lock the door? Because Trish looks outside and she thinks she sees a figure outside. It is the killer. Yeah. She sort of catches a glimpse of him and she's Hey Diane, yeah, did you lock the garage door? I don't I don't know. So this is oh, my okay. question. We Shit, s- we got to go check on it. Because they're still looking out the window, and as they look back out, that's when that creepy Barbie that she threw away in the very beginning of the movie reappears at the window. It's been pinned <coughs> to the window frame by. <coughs> A cleaver, a, you know, a knife, a cleaver. And it's definitely the killer who did and, that. And, uh, yeah, it's the killer. But we're supposed to believe it was the boys. Yes. It's Jeff and Neil that did it. But, I mean, that kind of, because they, yeah, they could have played two pranks, right. but definitely is the work of our buddy uh, Russ. Russ Thorne. Russ Thorne. So they go out to lock the garage. Foreshadowing, Dinah and Trish check the garage. Foreshadowing. Hey, it didn't lock. You need to step on it. Here, let me get a close-up shot of her fucking foot stepping on, stepping the, lock. on yeah. the lock, which You're is very to important. Step on this lock and lock it, and they go back in the house. But and they're... that's a cool scene. It's, it's a it's a shadow. Like yeah. you can only get the light from the garage door. Yeah. And it, it's a cool. We assume that the killer's in there mm-hmm. waiting, and it's, I just too thought late. A, a very yeah, very cool shot. Yep. Uh, and Valerie's opening up her curtains. And uh, watches the neighbors like it almost like she wants to be there from afar. Yeah, she was invited. 
She mm-hmm. said no. She had to take care of her little sister, Courtney. They're bored at home. I just wrote Val and Courtney are bored at home. Courtney wants to go over there and fucking party. Like, yeah. she's like, she's... Do you think they're doing stuff? Do you, you know, what's going on? Do, were you invited? Do you think their boy's there? Yeah, do they have... Do they have there's that funky stuff going on? Yeah, it's like... Courtney's uh, a curious little kid. I mean, she's not like a child, but she's not. She's younger sixth, than Val. Seventh grade. She's probably, yeah. Seventh grade. Seventh grade. I would gauge her that, too. Yeah, seventh, yeah. eighth grade. I mean, you know, especially some of the things that she starts staying later in the movie, but... Right. And uh, is it this when they go over the party to... Uh, this is where Diane sneaks into go, the bathroom. No, no. This is when Courtney and her sister go over the Playgirl, oh. and they look at men doing house chores, yeah. uh, house chores in the nude. Yeah, it's very liberating to know like this is probably the only movie we'll ever see with a Playgirl in it. <laughs> I, I agree. And it's like he loves kayaking and playing with his yeah. dog, and it's a guy like naked, bent over a dishwasher. <laughs> I thought it was rad. And Courtney's like, "Yuck, that's disgusting." And <laughs> her sister Valerie looks at her and goes, "Courtney, you've been beating off boys since the fifth grade." And Courtney's like, shut up, you know, <laughs> like not beating off the boys, like, like, yeah, like, no, like <laughs> giving hand off, jobs, yeah. like giving handies, and yeah, she shut up. But she gets pissed. Courtney she gets, gets pissed. pissed. Yeah. Did you tell mom? And did you tell mom? And and Valerie's like, about what the fifth grade thing? No, I just made that up. And Courtney's like, no, you didn't. You're a jerk. And smacks her. Yeah, and says, it starts. I'll I'm get. Gonna, I'm gonna get you. I'll get back at you. Like, why is she so pissed? I mean, because it's like, she's been, been doing it. Because <laughs> what Valerie said is true. <laughs> Courtney, man. He thinks thou doth protest too much. <laughs> I think that it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, about fifth grade, and she's like, no, I made it up. And she's like, no, you didn't. Yeah. I would kill it. I would kill you. What do you mean, no, you didn't make it up? You need to, you, you drink too much Let's milk. Let's explore that. Courtney's, <laughs> Courtney's, <laughs> Valerie says, I made it up. Courtney says, no, you didn't. Yeah. Which would tell me that it's true. Yes. So, <laughs> no, you didn't make it up. You heard that I did it, which is true. Anyway. I think she gave him. I yeah. think it would be interesting because what I think is she's giving she's given a hand job before her a French kiss. Oh, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, anyway, she vows to get back. At she desires, and yeah. uh, so now we're going to go back to the girls at the slumber party. Diane's talking to John Minor, her boo boo bear, her boo boo bear on the phone in the bathroom while the girls spy on. The, uh, yeah, Trish and Kim and Jackie all listen on the other line quietly, um, just to you know making fun of Diane. Because she's asking John, and they listen to this. This is what makes them start cracking up. <laughs> hey, boo-boo, am I getting better at it? Do you, do you think I'm getting better at sex? Yeah, I think that's what they're getting at, and they they all laugh. John Minor must be hung like a fucking... Baby's arm. Yeah, like a lumberjack. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know if lumberjacks have big jones, but... I mean, if she's asking him, because why should you know? Why isn't yeah. John asking her? Because, uh-huh. you know, just if we remember Glazed Donut from The Burning... He was like, oh, it's going to be really good. Glazer? Yeah, yeah, Glazer. And then gave Sally the uh, one, two, that's it. Like, then he... Yeah, he was a two-pump chump. Yeah, so... Oh, man. man. We've reached a new level of class at this uh, at this podcast. Is it, this, are you sure this is episode 33 and not episode two? This is episode triple X. <laughs> uh, so... Diane uh, yells, you know, funny, very funny guys <laughs> listening to me on the phone, whatever. And the power goes out. And it's the boys playing a prank in the garage. I mean, I just want to skip right to it. They go out to the garage to investigate. It's a tease. It's not the killer. No. It's Jeff and Neil. Jeff gets clocked in the face with the flashlight, and it, Neil immediately goes, here are the fuses. <laughs> Beta bitch. Here, Here's the fuses. And Beta then, boy. Yeah, and then um, uh, Jeff's uh, Jeff's been smacked. Um, I know. So. 
And this anyway. is, again, the jump scares are getting a little too much because we go back to Valerie's, here's and that's a, another yeah. jump scare. She hears the noise of the trash cans she, again. Again, those fucking trash cans. Yep. Just fucking turn them over or put but them in the garage. You... This time, it's Courtney messing with her. Yeah, because Getting she's... back at her. Yeah, so Courtney is so pissed. Yeah, about she decides... the fifth grade hand job comment. Yeah, she decides to scare her sister with a fucking real knife. A real knife, oh. albeit it's dull, but it's real. <laughs> I don't care. It's you could a real still get knife. hurt with a real knife. Yes. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But you know, so. they, they she they forgive each other. They're sisters. They love each other. Yeah. And there's a kitty behind them. And uh, as they a, walk yeah, back inside, that you know, yeah. there's a little kitty that follows them. And I, anytime yeah. I see an animal, I'm like, oh, oh, I hope that the fucking drill doesn't go through that cat. Well, it didn't. No thank spoilers. God. The so, cat lived. So John Minor is back in the driveway of Trish's house. Honk, honk. Diane's. BFF Boo Bear shows up in his awesome Ooh, blue. That's good. Uh, what what kind of car was that? Like a, some kind of Mustang or a muscle it, it car? Looked, it looked like a Chevrolet, like a, a SS. Yeah. You know, like it's a um, nice looking car. But it didn't look like really ready or finished. It was an okay. It was no van. But uh, no, it's not a van. He wants to his boo boo. Her boo boo wants to get some boobie. Yeah, Diane lets him in the garage. Yeah, yeah. Pull your car in the garage, and I'll figure something else. Yep. Notice she doesn't lock the door. They close the garage door, and there's a close-up on the lock. She doesn't lock it. So the locking of the garage door was very important. So, and, so and back to fucking Courtney and Val. They're playing dress up, doing hair, makeup. And, and um, Courtney definitely is expressing that she wants some boy butt. Courtney, yeah. So Courtney's like a kid who's sort of coming of age. Yes. Her sexuality is being yeah. explored, and she obviously, uh, she obviously likes her sister because she does say uh, about her hair. She just says, "I don't I care. I want to look like you. Make me look like you. Yeah, you're pretty." So she admires her sister after trying is, to kill you with a dull, yeah, real <laughs> a knife. dull knife. Yeah. It's super cute. Um, and Diane is making out with John yes. Minor in the car in the garage. Yeah, we fly, after they had that nice little sister yep. moment, we're back in the garage with yep. John with John and Diane. And Boo-boo there's a close up of a of a nude breast. Yes, but it's obviously not, not Diane's because yeah. it's a close up. And then the the next camera stunt change. booby. We need a stunt booby. We on need set. a stunt boob. And the, <laughs> like, the, the scenery change is a, a wider shot where you can't see the boob. So yes, the actress obviously did not show her. We, she's her not. Breast. I am. She's not credited on IMDb. Stunt boob. Oh, okay. Was You're, actually, yes, uh, Cheryl, like... You're lying. Th- th- yes. You're lying to me right now. Wouldn't it be funny, though? <laughs> Stunt boob? Anyway, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> Stand in breast. Um, Diane, uh, John talks Diane into ditching the party. Yeah, come She's to like, my house so we can do sex. And and Diane, just let me go inside and, and talk to the girls. So this is where the girls are talking. This is where Jeff and Neil are in the kitchen. They're talking about, Jeff, you're going to have a shiner. And Neil's like, what are you going to tell your mom? You know, let's put a steak on it. And Kim and Jackie are discussing the baseball game I love the night this. before Again. while they're making daiquiris. And it's like an intense conversation. More like more. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying I'm educated baseball. And I'm not saying it like this. But it's rad in that early 80s that the dialogue, the screenplay. This is when the 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 Dodgers game plays throughout the movie. Yeah. Real players, real game. Say Homer in the. I think this it was like May 1st, 1981. <clears throat> Or okay. something like because I know it's on IMDb. Yep. But I just thought it's great how it plays out. The Dodgers game, these girls are definitely interested in baseball. They like their it sports. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty neat. So they're trying in their heads to go over how the game played out the night before. Um and uh Diane walks in and says, you know, I'm gonna go with John. Yeah, I'm gonna go get some beer. And and, and Trish knows what's going on. She's like, Yeah, go get some beer, but you're an adult. Yeah. I'm not here to babysit you. You don't need my permission, Diane. Go grab uh go grab some uh, ginger pubes. And Trish and Jeff are like kinda 
holding hands in this shot. I didn't. Fuck. I didn't notice it. That's what made me wonder. Like, About who, Mark? Who was the dude on the motorcycle earlier, <laughs> uh, Trish? But her and Jeff are kind of a little little uh, flirty, holding handsy in this part. While Jeff, she's tending to Jeff's black eye with some hot dogs because she doesn't have a cold steak to yeah. put on it. So, so Diane is stoked that her mm. friends have given her a blessing to go get some uh, red pubes and uh, head back to <laughs> Miner's house. Yeah. This is when she jumps back in the car only to discover... John's dead. John's dead. She leans in to give him a kiss and his head falls off. His head off. just falls right off. So man. a drill can do that? Maybe he has something else. I know I that there's know. a lot of drill kills, but there's some knife kills too. Well, in any case, the killer took his head off somehow. And it left was, it there for her. That was pretty awesome. And then, you know, what's rad is that as she screams, yeah. uh, it's a quick flash to the blender. So as the blender's going because they're making strawberry daiquiris, they can't hear they her can't hear her. They can't hear Diane screaming. Perfect timing. Yeah, she, yeah, the killer knew this. The killer had magic powers. Yeah, he knew that gonna, was going to happen. They're going to make strawberry daiquiris. <laughs> and so Diane's next. And this yeah. is the, this is the scene that I talked about, or we were talking about, like the drill's a metaphor for a dick. As she is laying down on the ground, like help, there's yeah. a drill coming out between. We see his the legs. shot from behind the killer between his legs and the drill. Drills, is there, yes, like, like it's his wiener, like it's his wiener. Yep. And it's also our, mo- our original movie poster as well, kind there of that look. Yeah, um, the drill is definitely a metaphor for his penis. And but it is a good shot because you know we don't really get to see it, but it, it, we do find out it's a drill to the forehead. Oh, it is. Yes. Oh, we didn't see it because that totally would have been my dick shot kill, but it's not. So, but that, you do yeah. see it like after her body's discovered. But yeah. I, I do dig that. Yeah. That there's some really good shots in this movie, and since I know now that it was done on a budget. Yeah. I appreciate it a hell of a lot more. So we've got a quick uh, exchange between Valerie and Courtney looking out the window. Courtney's like, I don't know what it was. I thought I heard some honking and a scream. Yeah, is something do funky? Think, do you think they're doing funky stuff over yeah, there? Yeah, funky stuff. Funky stuff. Funky stuff. With honking. That would, that would be a great name for our podcast. Funky stuff? Like if we do something, like we'll figure something out, but it's going to be our next podcast. It's called Funky Stuff. Okay, sure. We can interview people who know how to juggle, or I don't know. Is juggling funky? Sure. I, I'm not sure. I, don't <laughs> I would know. think music from the 70s. I don't know, 80s. man. That's Ooh, the first thing that came to my head. Slash you soundtrack. would be funky. <laughs> I mean, it's just the first thing that popped in my mind. At least it's not. All right, hit pause. Maybe it's not your first thing. <laughs> Nick, Nick put got, down his headphones and walked away. So... Can you be okay? I'm sorry that juggling was the first thing that popped into <laughs> my head. So pedestrian, so tame. <laughs> you gotta give me a second. It's fine. I'll continue. <laughs> Jackie and Kim. I'm sorry, it wasn't Bukaki. Jackie and Kim, still discussing the baseball game, oh, decide shit. to call coach because maybe their coach will remember oh. how the runs were scored. At the same time, the doorbell rings. It's the pizza guy. He's there with the pizza. So while Jeff and Neil go to answer the door and pay for six dollars, six bucks for a pizza delivered. Fucking hell! And it doesn't look like they're giving him a tip either. But oh man! While they're doing that, the uh, uh, Trish is on the phone with, or is it Kim? Kim, one of them is on mm-hmm. the phone with the Coach. Kim is on the phone with the Coach. Hey, Coach, I'm calling about. Can you tell us how they well, scored the how they scored the runs last six night? runs? Yeah, six runs. Um, she mentioned say. Yeah, say. And they're, and they're like, duh. Yeah, we know that. What else happened? And at the same time, they open the door, and the pizza guy is there with no eyeballs. What happened to him? They were obviously drilled out. Yes! And he falls forward onto the, onto the ground. And that's our first sort of, like, um, 
we know somebody's dead. That's, we know something's going on. That's what I mean about the yeah. when they called to order the pizza, no anchovies, and how about mushrooms and olives? And I was yeah. like, that scene is so fucking important. And Andy, how many eyes are in pizza pie? How many eyes are in pizza pie? Two. Not anymore. Get it? Yeah. Oh, because his eyes are gone. Yeah. Two I, eyes. I tried that with Jody. <laughs> I thought it'd be better. Uh, it was funny. Come on, let's try it again. Ready? And yeah. action. Yeah. Hey, Andy, speaking of that great shot of the pizza guy, how many... Oh, shit. That's not even funny. How many eyes are in pizza pie? Like, letter eyes? Two. <laughs> pizza pie. Yeah, there's two but eyes. But no, but he lost but two eyes. So, so yeah, no, lost no eyes. eyes. So it'd be, yeah. it would be pizza Pizza. Ugh, you spit on me. They're... Sorry. All right. Okay, this joke sucks. I've been Keep vaccinated. Going. It's okay. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. So the, uh, they scream, and because uh, yes. obviously a dead body just fell into the living room. And who didn't and expect? The coach was on the other line, like, what? Uh, was this a joke? What's going on? And the line goes dead. <sighs> Dial tone. So coach is now a little concerned because mm-hmm. the girls were talking and then suddenly screamed and hung up. Um, I didn't understand this next part. Trish gets on the phone and is like, we need to call somebody, anybody. I don't know who she called. Well, I would, okay, let's just assume they're calling 911. Yeah. And they're on literally the phone for two seconds, but we know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. Fucking killer raises some hedges scissors. or scissors Hedge or whatever. Trimmers. Cuts the line. Cuts the line. I just as she's one. saying we're at 364 Edgewood yeah. snap. Yeah, done. No one cares. I mean, I would be like, well, we know we got an address. They're scared. Let's, yeah. you know. But anyway, uh, it, it was very expected. A lot of uh, yeah. slash tropes are expected in this movie. You, They happen. Coach Jana calls Valerie. Val, she knows Valerie lives next door. Yep. And we've got Val now on the phone with Coach saying like, no, I haven't really heard anything. I don't really want to go over there. It was funny to me. Val's like, Coach is like, can you go over and check? And Val's like, well, I could, but I really don't want to. You know, are you sure? And Coach is like, it's okay. Maybe I'll drive over there. And and Val says, all right, let me know if you need me to do anything. It's like, yeah, go <laughs> over there and check. Like, why would she say that? Valerie, like, let me know if you need me to do anything. Yeah. Well, Coach is like, well, no, yeah, I just, just suggested you go over there, but you said no. So I guess I don't need your stupid ass at all. Yeah, just stay at your house and be yeah. a lazy dick bag. Yeah. That'll, that, that's, could you do that for me? Why would you be a fellow human being when uh, all I said was I'm concerned about your neighbor and I think something might be wrong? You don't want to go over there because you're not one of the popular girls. So I guess she is, though. Yeah, they like the envy Valerie. She's too pretty. She drinks too much milk. You, know? <laughs> you drink too much milk. Yeah. Uh, now that everyone knows there's a murderer on the grounds, uh, Jeff and Neil decide they need to they need to ditch the Chad and Brad motif and become heroes. Super, yeah, Batman and Robin boy. Ace and or, Gary. Yeah, totally. Like mm-hmm. you know, like no but, from Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The ambiguously yeah, yeah. gay duo. Steve yeah. Colbert and uh, Ace and Gary. Yeah. Uh, anyway, they're gonna Jeff, split up. Yeah, they're but because in case one of them doesn't make it. That's Neil. And yeah. Neil being the one who's kind of been a pansy this whole movie. He's like, we should split up. Be that way, if one of us makes it and the other one doesn't, you know, we still can get How out. do they know that there's a psycho hanging <clears throat> around the house? How do they know? I mean, they don't know it's us. I mean, maybe it was like just a weird, like to me, like if I saw, okay, okay, Nick, there's a dead pizza guy at your house with two yeah. drilled out holes. Yeah. I would sit there and just run right away. Like I wouldn't stay in the house and just drop the body in the house. I'd be like, fuck this. And I would and get out. run outside. 80s style. Yeah. Granted, I know I have cell phones now and computers and shit like that, but right. back in the... I wouldn't have just said like, oh, close the door and bring the body inside. No. And call someone. You're right. I, I'm in a neighborhood. You I would have left yes. immediately. There Gone go. to another house, found somebody else. But Get me out of here. Chad and Brad, uh, Neil and Jeff, they decide to grab a knife, go separate ways. Um, Jeff and, goes out the back door. Yep. Neil goes out the front. 
Jeff's back there in the back door with Trish. Neil's at the front door with Kim and um, Jackie. Jackie gives him a kiss. It was both of them. Kim gave him a kiss too. Yeah. Go Neil. Yeah. Uh, Kim gave him a kiss. Jackie gave him a kiss. Uh, Trish did not give Jeff a kiss. I noticed that right away. Um, and they run, you know, one, two, three, and they each run. So Jeff is going to go towards Mr. Canton, Content's house. Content. 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 It's like the word content with A-N-T. Content. Connect. Yes, go ahead. Yeah. Jeff's going to go there. Neil's going to go to Valerie's house, the neighbor on the other side. And, and we know, run. yeah, we know it's not going to be fucking bad because Jeff's now going. I guess he's going through the garage to get to. He has to go through the Mr. garage. Mr. Con- Con- Kinetic Con- Con- Conceptual, consensual, consensual, Mr. Content's house. <laughs> he then discovers the dead body of Diane. Can't get the garage door open. Yeah, and the, and her body hangs down. And the drill to the forehead. And there's a hole in her forehead. I wish there were so many kills. I wish we could have seen. Yeah. I wish we could have seen the, at least a pizza boy. I mean, Kim had and, to be a budget thing, man. Yeah, like, we can't I, afford I, a fake head to drill into. Ah, you could have gotten yeah. a watermelon and just put some crappy makeup on. That's it. awesome. The, but again, uh, he discovers that, and as he sits there and screams, as now he becomes the beta, a drill goes through his shoulder from behind. Yeah, yeah. hits like his shoulder, yeah, like sh- his left shoulder. Yeah, uh, kind of above and to the left of his pectoral muscle, I'd say. Yeah. It busts through. Not vital. Obviously, something survivable, uh, which he survives. Um, but yeah, from behind, he gets drilled. Again, if we go a little five minutes over, I, I do have a question to bring up. As Neil, cool. is st- Neil is still on the run, and he approaches Valerie's house. Valerie is watching a scare movie. It's uh, The Cursed Witches. 19- How did you find that? 1973, a real first movie directed by Martin Scorsese. I was looking everywhere for what movie is she watching in this scene, and I could not find it. The How cur- did you find it? The Cursed it? Witches, 1973. Because I just made it up. Nick's you fake facts. Oh. That's two in this one episode. You son of a bitch. But I do know what it is for real. Okay. It's Hollywood Boulevard. Made in Hollywood Boulevard, 1976. Okay. The pizza guy went on <clears throat> to direct a movie that was produced by the guy who produced this movie. Wow. Um, That's I forget the I, I forget look. the name of the fucking movie though. Right. Uh, I will. Point somehow. being. Valerie's watching a movie very loud. Hollywood Boulevard, 1976. Very uh, low budget, but... Yeah, uh, it's a black and white movie. She, It's too loud. She cannot can't hear, hear Neil's frantic Neil. calls. And Courtney, the little sister, is upstairs on the phone talking about French kissing yeah. with a friend of hers, and she can't hear him either. So Neil's pounding on the front door like, Court, Valerie, Valerie, let me in, let me in. Uh, and our killer is coming up on Neil. Yeah, and he's approaching, and instead of running and maybe running to the next house or just fucking running down the street, he right. just still continues it's to not knock. not like they're out in the goddamn country. Yeah. <laughs> There's houses galore He's here. like, instead of taking off, yeah. he's like, or, or, you know, just bundling up, you know, bucking up and going, okay, I've got enough distance between us. I'm going to, let's yeah. fight, yeah. fight or flight kind of thing. Yeah. He continues to knock <clears> on the door, <throat> and uh, Valerie kind of hears something. Yeah. So she she decides to go check it out, you know, go look out our door, and that's right when the the Clash cover band lead singer uh, stabs the living piss out of Neil and carries him they, away. Yeah, they, they have they, a they tussle, tussle away from the door yep. just as Valerie's coming to the door, and she looks out and she doesn't see anything. We have a point of view of her um, looking out the the window of her front door, can't see anything. She just missed him. I know. So let's get back to Courtney's French kiss. Yeah. Neil's dead, though. Yeah, Neil's dead, but back to Courtney's French kiss. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I'm just, <laughs> that's all I wrote. I mean, because it goes back to, obviously, she doesn't hear anything. Yeah. She's upstairs on her phone, but she's just... She's talking about he put his tongue in She doesn't in my mind mouth. hand jobs, but she 
She's yeah. not cool with kisses. She's like, he put his tongue in my mouth. It was so it was gross, gross and slimy. Yeah, slimy I thought yeah, I was going to puke. Yeah. So this is my question to uh, Andy and to our students. Mm-hmm. The killer, uh, Roy, uh, Russ, 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 has now Thorn. taken, he's taking uh, Neil's body back to, it's John Miner's car. Back in the garage. Back in the garage. Yeah. So he is getting ready to put, <clears throat> he counts the bodies in the car. It's our first spoken words, by the way, from this yes. killer. Yeah. One. Two, Two, three, four, what? So here's my question. Who are the bodies in the car? Granted, he thinks that Jeff's in the car, but Jeff, I guess, has gotten out because he is not dead. He's escaped. So we know that Diane and Minor are in the car. We know that creepy neighbor in the car. And we know that Neil's about to go in, but he counts five. And I just didn't know who the fourth was. He went one, two, three, four. What five? Like so, he was waiting. So okay, run through them again. We Diane, know it's Neil, and... Diane, John Minor. That's three. Neil, Diane, John Minor. Well, Neil's not even in the car yet. He's got Neil over his shoulder. So yeah, Diane, so... John Minor, the the neighbor, the neighbor. neighbor. Uh, he's about to put Neil in. Yeah, and Jeff's got and Jeff. That Maybe. would be five. Yeah, but yeah, because he, he counts he... one, two, three, three four. four. He's counting Neil. At the same time. But and then he's missing his he's fifth. He's looking his fifth, and that's when they cut to Jeff Jeff's, slowly yeah. crawling towards the back he's door. He's trying to get to the back Jeff's door. Jeff's alive. I was like, oh, good. Maybe he's going to be a hero here <laughs> and warn everybody, hey, guys, there's a killer. We should get away. Yeah, it's weird um, that he's putting him in uh, uh, Jeff's car. It's like, weird to me how Jeff was drilled in the shoulder, but his legs somehow don't work. That's, oh. He's crawling. Sorry. Like, what? That is good. <laughs> how come he couldn't get up and walk? That is. That Did is, the killer hurt his legs? I don't get it, dude. That's another great. There, right? there's, we really got a lot of questions out of this one. Usually, we can kind of you know, have yeah. some fun debates, and the that's a great him in his left shoulder. Yes, and he's just crawling along with one arm. Like, what is wrong with your legs? Yeah, so, it's a great yeah. point. Even if you took a drill through it, the whole thing, you lo- maybe he lost a lot of blood. Or we could have had a quick, um, the killer smashing his kneecaps with a hammer. <laughs> but that would be a vital know? part of the script. That would be a vital right. part you need of to the story. See it yes. happen. But you don't see it happen. So, <laughs> so the girls inside are huddling with <clears throat> knives around the fireplace, and so waiting is, for help. Yeah. yeah, waiting for help or waiting for the killer. So that you know they're kind of like you know all together huddled with knives. This is when Jackie's. It's weird to me. She's hungry, so she needs to eat. Doesn't matter if the pizza guy who's dead and cold, Eilis, mm-hmm. um, is sitting there, uh, dead. I mean, probably her first dead body she's ever seen in her small mm-hmm. little California suburb. <laughs> she decides that pizza could still be hot. And she eats it. Yeah, she, she eats has it. a slice of pizza. It makes her feel better. Yeah, and I so, don't blame Jackie at all. That I, is gnarly. That would be the um, last thing on my fucking mind. Yeah, I can't put myself in that position. I honestly have never been in that position. I can't imagine what it would be like. But being hungry right now and seeing the pizza in the movie, I was like, yep. I would have okay, eaten that. that's fine. Yeah, I can dig it too. I can dig that. Like if I saw tater tots in a slasher movie, uh-huh. I'd be like, oh, tater tots are rad. Yeah, sounds but, good. But I wouldn't want to jump. If I was around dead bodies and there was no. a homicidal maniac killer with a drill running around my fucking you know house, maybe yep. I wouldn't uh, be stoked on tater tots. But meanwhile, this is the kind of scene. You know, this this is the kind of scene. This is the scene where Jeff is trying to get the girl's attention. Yeah, uh, he's at the back door. The girls hear him, so they're like, "Is that him?" Well, we don't know what's going on, but they do hear the killer finally uh, give it to Jeff. He finally you know just drills ends, him. Drills him. Jeff's dead. Jeff's dead. The girls hear the drill, see the blood come through the door. They're out. Yep, and uh, they can't. You know, before they can save him, he's dead. Uh, the the blood in and is seen. So they split, and it looks like they, they go, are they running upstairs. Barricade themselves upstairs. Yeah. Meanwhile, Coach Jana. Just is, a quick shot, yeah, of Coach driving. 
so we know coach is on her way. Yes, again, just a quick two-second shot. Coach Jana is driving. Yeah. Back at Valerie's house, Valerie's house, she can't find her little pervy sister, Courtney. Courtney. She looks outside and sees Courtney sneaking over towards the neighbor's house, towards she, Trish's house. She wants to go party. She's like, God damn it. Um, it's funny. The timing on this was great. So Valerie goes after Courtney. Courtney uh, runs up to the front door of Trish's house but sees Valerie coming over and ducks away. And Valerie comes around and is like, you know, Courtney's not here. Valerie then knocks on the front door. She's like, there. Yeah. She Trish, Trish, hello, knocks on the door. They hear Valerie knocking, Jackie, Kim, and Trish, they hear Valerie knocking. They, we got to warn her. We got to warn her. We got to answer the door. Jackie's the friend. Jackie's, Jackie's like, we got to do it. Uh, getting no answer at the door, the, the timing was amazing. Uh, Valerie's like, all right, nobody's answering. So she walks away to go around back to the backside of the house. The killer's smart. Just opinion. as Jackie opens the front door, thinking she's going to see Valerie, it's our killer with the drill, and he slashes Jackie across the throat. Jackie's yeah. dead, too. A throat kill with a drill. Really rad. But, again, great point. Yeah. We'll bring on a, a, a first point where the killer is smart. Yep. Kind of knows when they're going to make strawberry daiquiris, know mm-hmm. when to kind of butt up the noise, <laughs> knows when, you know, Valerie's going to leave and Jackie's going to ride up. But he does get Jackie dead. And Kim uh, and Trish run back upstairs, and our killer is in the house. Well, that, or he, he, he it seems to be. He's got access to the house. Now. Valerie continues to peruse the house. She Goes helps the herself inside. Yep. Uh, to, it's, it's, she helps herself inside to a barren, quiet house. And it's she's and before she does that, she tells Courtney to go home. Like, hey, yeah. Courtney, go home. I'm going to go take a look one more time. Go home. I'll be right there. A thunderstorm arrives. We get some crackles of thun- uh, lightning. <clears throat> and yeah. this is when I thought it was interesting. Kim... And Trish, now I've just seen their friend Jackie die. Yeah. Valerie, she was trying to save Valerie. Trish go- automatically assumes that... Valerie's working with the killer. Why would Valerie knock on the door, and then as soon as we open the door, the killer's there. They're a gruesome twosome. From her point of view. Yes. That makes sense, I guess. I, it I mean, is, but it's a weird jump to me. Yeah. She it, got so pissed that you did invite her to the party, <laughs> yeah. but just because like someone said she should go drink milk or something... <laughs> She's gonna fucking. That's what Kim said. Yeah, well, I know, but this still, is an like extreme reaction. Yeah, this is an extreme reaction for someone yeah. telling me I drink too much milk yeah, or something, yeah. you know. So, uh, you know, I just kind of thought it was funny that Trish thought they were in cahoots. I get another great scene as they're talking. You quietly see our, our homie Russ, Russ, come through the window, sneaking up behind. It's a him. very good scene. Yeah, and he, um, they, they jump up. Uh, there's a struggle. Uh, Kim and Trish. Um, Kim throws some things at the killer. Trish ends up hitting him with a baseball bat and, and disorienting him slightly. Keep while hitting. They, yeah, keep hitting. Fucking keep going. But she doesn't. <laughs> Instead, they both try to uh, move the dressers and, and furniture away from the door so they can get out. As he comes to, just as Trish gets out and the killer um, stabs Kim in the in the chest. Kim gets a knife to the gut, motherfucker. And, yeah, so and, Kim's uh, dead. Yes, and so now the killer is on the hunt for Trish. Trish. He's walking around the house, yeah. uh, looking in uh, the bathroom and opening up the shower curtains and then walking, to, yeah, walking into a closet and, you know, finding, doesn't not finding. It's interesting because when he goes in the closet, he leaves after searching around, but there is Trish in a... She's like in a garment bag. Garment bag. Exactly. Yeah. A clothes bag. But He missed her. Yeah. M- meanwhile, we think Valerie is, you know, this is really just flash forwarding back, you know, to, to our final girls. Or, I guess. Know, yeah. Um, Courtney is playing another prank on her sister, pretending she is dead. 
Yeah, Valerie finds Courtney. And so he gets her up and she says, hey, look, we need to go home. Nobody's here. Yeah. Let, 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 and, you know, this I'm going to go lock the house. You go home. Yeah. You, and, yeah. And seriously, we know both need to get there. Yeah. So now the, um, again, the killer is. Uh, Upstairs. Yeah. Looking around and back in the kitchen, Valerie, but Valerie does go back in the house, but Courtney does follow her because she right. never listens to her sister. No. They're snooping around the house. Yep. Courtney wants to grab a beer. There's so much <laughs> shit going on, she wants to party. Yeah, I know. She opens the refrigerator, and there's Kim dead. This is the scene that drives me. She doesn't look in the fridge. She just keeps no. opening and closing it. You can honestly see yeah. uh, Kim pulling herself, the actress who played Kim, pulling herself back up. Oh, so it's one of those gags where Courtney's looking at Valerie with yeah. the fridge door open, not looking in the fridge. And Kim's Valerie's like, no, let's go, leave it. And and Courtney closes the fridge door. But yeah, the actress Kim is in there pulling herself up. So yeah, I mean, it's so noticeable. Opens it a couple of times. Yeah, it's the, the old gag. So where... Valerie's like, come on, let's get the fuck out of here. So Valerie walks away. Kim, Courtney, Courtney gets a very devious smile. Finally, goes to the refrigerator, open up to grab a wine cooler or whatever, yeah, or Michelob, and, and sees Courtney. Sees Kim. Kim dead. Kim is dead Straight. with a knife uh, in her gut. Yep. So this is like when all the, the chaos is ensuing. Valerie sees it and says, hey, Courtney, run. get the fuck out of here. Courtney, run. Courtney, and run. She, instead of running, she decides to hide under the couch. She hides under the couch. They're in Trish's house still. Uh, and, and Valerie goes to the basement and shuts the door. And Courtney um, goes under the couch. And this is, again, what I want to bring up, Andy, where the killer is so fucking smart. Yeah. Takes the dead pizza boy, the yeah. eyeless pizza boy, throws him down the basement. Yep. To where Valerie is hanging up. Yep. But she's hiding behind the steps, but he doesn't care. He's Because he then himself gets under the blanket. And hides just on, in plain sight on the yeah. floor. It's smart. Um, it's smart. Also, the clock is chiming again here, Nick. I want to mention that. Ooh. The grandfather clock chimes and strikes 12. It's midnight. I counted. So four hours. It's been four hours since the start wow. of the slumber party. Yep. That's awesome. I like so that, So the man. killer Good hides call. out on the floor. Uh, Courtney is who's going to be the next who's going to be the next kill Courtney's under the couch Valerie is in the basement and Trish is still upstairs in the closet when coach gets there coach in the thunderstorms going on coach knocks on the door hello Trish hello (laughs) she opens the door and goes hey girls Thomas singled in the sixth like still talking baseball talking the tonight's game yeah fuck the Dodgers go Cardinals go Redbirds Brewers we're going to to a game this Tuesday May 11th dating ourselves but uh my butt tomorrow uh, night as you hear this we're going yes as you hear this tomorrow night Andy and Nick will be at a Brewers Cardinals game and yeah cheering for the brew I'll be wearing red so anyway uh but she discovers the killer or the driller as I like to call him yep under the blanket. That's a smart idea. It yeah. was smart. He got the drop on her, but Coach is cool. She grabs a fire uh, poker, and they face <laughs> off. It's a drill versus the fire poker. Yeah, a rubber one. Yeah. Uh, this next scene is great. It's Valerie looking for a murder weapon. In the basement. So, yeah, so she grabs a hammer. Uh, she looks for, like, a hacksaw. She pulls out, like, a table saw. I thought it'd be funny, like, if she, like, an airplane spoof movie. Like, all, she picks up an egg beater. She yeah. picks up a toaster oven. She's, like, finding electric shit, like... Yeah, you know, kind of what you know. She tries to grab a table saw or whatever, and she runs with she it. She runs with it. It's plugged in. It's plugged in. Yeah. Whereas our killer has a drillless, uh, no, a cordless one. It's a cordless. And, yeah. Anyway, so she's running with this damn table saw. That's. I just thought it'd be funny. Like she has a fucking. It's like maker. a car- It's like a cartoon. She gets yeah. to the end of the cord. <laughs> it's like burn and snaps her back. Wah, wah, wah. And she's like fuck, or she says shit. I can't. You know, obviously she can't take this. <laughs> She's upstairs. walking up like with an egg beater. I'm yeah. going to get you. Um, while the killer is advancing on coach in the living room, um, Courtney's underneath the couch 
uh, sticks her foot out and trips him. That's smart. Very smart. Trips the killer. He goes down, and Coach starts wailing on him with the fire poker. A rubber fire. I mean, you could tell yeah, it's so. It's I mean, not it's not real. It's bending on him as uh, she's hitting him. And Trish comes running into the room, kind of in slow motion, and yeah. stabs him in the back with her tiny, you know, eight-inch table knife, kitchen knife. Uh, and he screams, and as he screams and rears up with the drill, he disembowels disembowels the coach. the coach and that's my dick, dick kill shot, shot dick kill shot boo, 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 boo. and coach, he's dick kill shot coach so close to being saved the that's, killer got him this is another thing man yeah. our dick shot kills are very close and similar okay this oh. was super like they were so close to being like okay and free and and getting the you know getting one up on this guy and and after he disembowels, disembowels a coach, coach. and he's ridiculous of the week, yeah. uh, he speaks. He yeah. finally looks at... Uh, I, I wrote, wrote we finally get some lines yeah, from, from Russ. <laughs> and this is uh, the lines. Uh, he looks at Trish. You're pretty. Mm-hmm. All of you are very pretty. I love you. What? It takes a lot of love for a person to do this. Uh, you know you want it. Mm-hmm. Do you love it? No. Yes. No. So, you think he's about to attack, but here comes Valerie in with a machete. A machete, yeah. Uh, killer, you know, I guess the He runs off. Yeah, he runs off to the pool area. Uh, and they're kind of battling it out. She chops. The drill bit. The drill bit. Metaphor. Fuck, yeah, it cuts his dick off. Hard, I dig that. Hard metaphor. <laughs> hard metaphor. She cuts the tip of the drill bit in half and part of it falls in the I knew bowl. you would go there. Bleep. Um. Yep. But I, I really like freaked out of that scene, even watching with Jody. I was like, "How? I mean, it's a machete. Yeah, I don't machete's gonna be sharp, but that's yeah. a real fucking that's it's a, steel. a big drill bit. It's been through a lot, though. It's probably got some wear and tear. <laughs> it's been through a lot of bodies. It's been cutting bodies and bones and doors and who knows. <laughs> what, you know, so, so uh, it, 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 she, she knocks off machete. She, she, and so he's kind of stunned. Cuts off her hand. Cuts off his cuts hand. Cuts off his hand. Yeah, and that's so where now he slips. Yeah, I'll he, kill you! Yeah, he's handless. He falls in the water. We think everything's good. She uh, is he dead? Head. No, yeah. he comes back to life. He crawls out with only one fucking hand out of the pool yep. to attack again. But here comes Trish to save a day with another attack. And the killer's yep. death is my... <gasps> Dick kill shot of the week! Shot of the week! Because it took so much. I mean, seriously, yeah. we got... He, he, he we like, know he's going to die. He, like, jumped it. Valerie yes. and she held the machete so up. Trish yeah. a second time comes in and goes hey, you know I fucked up last time and yeah. got the coach killed this time I'm not gonna fuck up yep I'm not gonna let my I guess my neighbor die you know yep. they're homies now oh they're gonna be friends for life um including so, Courtney the little sister yeah, yeah you know 100%. she's yeah she's gonna be like no I'm gonna give my life to Christ instead of giving my life to hand jobs <laughs> um but Trish does save the day the killer is dead and now we Roll credits. Roll credits. That's it. You hear some sirens. I like it when the movie just ends like that. I do too. Why do you... You don't need like a drawn out like denouement. Yeah. I I mean, I know they made... (laughs) That's the term. That's good. There's the climax in the movie, then there's the denouement. We don't need it. He's dead. The end. I like though, Andy, that we could get Slumber Party Massacre 2 within our genre. It's 1987. Okay. So we might... You know, we'll definitely talk about that. That story uh, centers around Courtney... That's from what I understand. Oh, that would see that would be great. She's gonna yeah. be like giving hand jobs. Right. Jeez, just get your brain off the hand jobs wow. and the bukkake. There's too much of it. <laughs> Who brought up bukkake? You, you did. did earlier. No. No, you did. It's there. Rewind. Well, yeah, we'll check the tape, my All friend. Right, check the fucking tape. So we roll credits. We'll be back in a little bit. 
with a kill count and what's coming up next. Stay Yay! with us. This I, I'm so stoked we did this movie. I mean, I knew we were gonna do good. it. There's also so many classics that you know people always say Sleepaway Camp and blah blah yep. blah. Like I mean, come on, you know we're gonna do it. So this is like one where I was like, you know, this it's time. People were telling us to do Mother's Day, but I was like, you know, that can wait. Like, you know, now, that's expected. Yeah, we didn't. We're not gonna do a Mother's and Day. And another thing too that was said about this is the demise of Robin Till. Was I believe the girl who played Valerie? Oh, you were telling me about this yeah, before she, we hit record. Yeah. After, uh, I guess some things went bad after Summer Party Massacre. She got married. Yeah. Had twin boys. Okay. But then at the age of 34, I guess she was really depressed because of alcoholism. Jeez. And like the actor who played Marty in Slaughter High, mm-hmm. she took her own life. Wow. She was 34 years old. It's crazy. Because in this movie, she's a beautiful young woman. She's like 22 years old in this yeah. movie. Yeah. It's it's wild. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it is because you know a lot of these. I mean, well, it's it's interesting. Some of these movies that we watch, Andy, it's just interesting to kind of see some of their credits go on. Mm-hmm. Like the like Jason Alexander, uh, Fisher Stevens, from George last, Clooney. Yeah, from you know, last like week, we've right. seen so many, but uh, very sad. So uh, oh. R.I.P. to Valerie and her family. A little friends. bit of other trivia. Uh, we already mentioned some of this stuff, like the director, Amy Holden Jones, was called a sellout for exploiting the women. Uh, she said she was giving the studio what they wanted. No one complains when Ron Howard or Martin Scorsese yes. does it. Um, the woman who drilled coaches people was a set designer. We talked about that a little bit. Those overhead shots in the gym yeah. was a cameraman on a cherry picker because they couldn't afford a crane. Uh, Michael Villeja, Villeja, the guy who played Russ yeah. Thorne, he read the book uh, Helter Skelter to research that part uh, as Russ Thorne. R- Helter Skelter, of course, the Manson murders, uh, fam- historically a famous and, thing, thing. And he didn't hang out with the cast during the filming because he didn't yes. want to become friends with them. He, and be he, like, hey. Yeah, and he, he, he based set- his physical movements on a peacock. Did you know that? Yeah, I, well, I, no, I didn't see it. Yeah, like the way he moved, the way he postured himself was like the way, I guess, a peacock, a bird moves so this guy uh he took that seriously which is really cool i think um kill count i counted 12 you're exactly right great we had the phone lady the beginning of the movie drilled to death in the back of her own van drilled linda the nerdy girl who doesn't who's part of the gang uh uh bringing up linda she went back for a book and got killed at the slumber party they never was she supposed to show up? No, no she, she declined coming. She said, "I'm not. I might not be able to make it because I got to right, study, right. and my mom there's doesn't never want to go anyone, out. Yeah. There's never anyone who says, like, hey, did Linda check back? Is she able to make it or not? There's none of that. There's, she's not missed. Linda's dead. Mr. Content, the, the neighbor, drilled through the neck. Uh, John Minor, the ginger-headed boyfriend, decapitated. Diane, drilled in the head. Uh, and hung the, up at the garage to, yep. to fall down later. The pizza guy, killed. With his eyes uh, drilled out. Gross. Jeff got a nice shoulder drill and then crawled away for some reason. His legs didn't work. <laughs> and he was killed against the back door of the house. There is um, Neil was stabbed uh, and the, on the front porch uh, or near the front porch of Valerie's house. Jackie got the the drill sort of slashed across her throat. Yeah, the drill bit. The drill bit just like slashed a, her. Like a slash yeah. drill? I suppose the the drill spinning would definitely do Yeah, damage. yeah, that fucked yeah. up her neck. Yeah, she's dead. Um, she's Kim, dead. Kim got a gut shot 
with a knife. With the knife. Their own the knife. coach disemboweled by the drill. That's my dick shot kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the week. And, I, and our last, our final 12th kill was Russ Thorne, the killer himself. Lost a hand and got a knife. Almost like Fisher Stevens. Yeah. You know, with the, the hands getting cut. Like his right. fingers got cut off and then a kill. That was yep. your dick. But the killer being killed yep. was my dick, dick kill shot of the week. week. And then, of course, the metaphor of the drill. Uh, penis, 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 getting, penis. Getting cut by the, the machete being wielded by the woman. So it's a very powerful yes. female empowerment movie. We liked it. Had a I liked lot of it fun too. with uh, episode 34, Slumber Party Massacre. Good call, brother. Next week, we're going to head up north there, Nick. We're heading up to the Northwoods there, yeah, Andy? Yeah, buddy. We're going to go to a movie that was filmed in Hayward, Wisconsin called Blood Hook. What uh, year? 1986. How long is it? Um, I, uh, it is uh, one hour, 32 minutes. I think I've seen it. It feels a lot longer. <laughs> it feels a lot longer. It's definitely worth watching because, number one, it's where Andy was born and raised. It is everything about Andy, this film. This Northwoods, is, yeah. Wisconsin, where we where we uh, record our podcast. We're yep. in Milwaukee, though. Yep. I guess we're the Southwoods. I guess, <laughs> but this is this is way up north, what we call the Northwoods, and yeah. uh, this is uh, this was a good movie uh, during yeah, a local yeah. fishing during a local fishing contest. People are being violently dragged into the lake and killed by a giant fish hook, a giant lure, fish lure, fishing lure. It's Musky Madness, um, which was the original title. Yep, that's a trauma gonna, film. A trauma film. Uh, this is gonna. It was filmed in Hayward, like I said, near the uh, Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame. Which is a real place with a giant musky. Is uh, it's actually a building, but it looks like a giant musky yeah, yeah, statue. Yeah. You can walk into it, and it's the fishing hall of fame. Um, so check that out. Available on uh, Amazon Prime for a five ninety nine rental, twenty dollar purchase. Don't buy it. It's don't not buy worth it. But it. just rent it. It's worth renting. Just at least watching once. Yep. You know, grab some friends. Yep. Grab some Maui Wowie. If you can't tell, Michelob. if you can't tell, we've already watched it. Yeah, I the mean, way we're uh, talking, like you, uh, we've already watched it. We gotta get. We're getting. We're getting our episodes ready for Andy and Cheryl's big day, June twelfth. Yeah. A yeah. wedding yeah. will be happening in the Slashy family. Thank you. So, uh, you know, we are trying to prepare mentally and physically for our <laughs> students here at Slashu. Hey, so, just want to give a quick shout out to yeah. um, some good friends on Instagram. Please follow the hashtag. Horror Pod Fam. It's H O R R O R Horror Duh P O D Podcast, but for Pod and then Fam, like family. Horror, horror Pod Fam. Follow that hashtag. Some great folks uh, that we are a part of uh, that we kind of communicate and try to help build community. Oh, nice. And uh, nothing but great things to say about all of them. I I know we're kind of running a little over, so I don't have time. That's okay. But I'm sure I've mentioned most of them. <laughs> Um, uh, or we've mentioned most of them, I should say, Andy. But uh, please yeah. follow the hashtag HorrorPodFam. Uh, and follow us on Instagram. Speaking of Instagram. Yeah. Follow us on Instagram, slash you underscore podcast. Hit us up on the web, the www.worldwideweb at slash you podcast.com. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Share with your friends. Please, yeah, please leave, re- a, leave a like, leave a review. Share us with your friends. Yeah, and hit us up. Questions. I think that'll be a great thing for our like one of our last episodes mm-hmm. is like for this season, mm-hmm. maybe is do a Q and a, like ask sure. us questions. We can go over instead of doing slash because slashy awards are kind of feel nice. like yep. they're the best. I love looking over at you, Andy and seeing that slashy. 
the slashy uh, statue. Yeah. That's yeah, nice. So. Well, we, we really are going over. I apologize. Thank you, everybody, for this week. Watch uh, Blood Hook, and uh, we will have that up next week. Uh, as always, it's been a pleasure. Class dismissed. Go Cardinals. Go Brewers. Go Brewers.